Hello, and welcome to the Truth Map Podcast with Dr. Michael Lukens, clinical psychologist, healer, and theorist who over the course of three decades has been developing and refining his own theory of human motivation. We believe that self-understanding is the first step to bringing about change in your life. On this journey we take together, we provide powerful insights and tools for navigating the pathways of your meaningful world. This newfound knowledge will incite lifelong positive emotional change to help you find and live the truth about yourself. And now, your host, Dr. Michael Lukens. Given our ability and our tendency to live inside a world of meanings and representations of definitions and ideas, the meaningful world of the human being. We provide the basis for our getting caught in second order emotional paradoxes. These are very important. I'll explain them a little bit. We have an emotional reaction, for example, such as guilt. And then we're angry about feeling the feelings of guilt. And so we defend against the guilt by denying guilt. In essence, delusionally convincing ourselves that we have no guilt. That's one defense. Now the person could go along not feeling much guilt, at least that he or she is aware of, and then recognizing on some level they feel guilty that they don't feel guilty in the first place. So their guilt isn't about the things it should be about as much as it is about not having the guilt in relation to things they should have it about. It's kind of like the psychopath recognizing on some level he's not really supposed to be a psychopath. This is a critical feature for me if you're going to diagnose somebody as a psychopath. That they don't have guilt in the first place is true of so many people, at least not that they're aware of, because they're pushing it aside. They've been doing that for their whole life and they're good at it. Now you point out that they don't have guilt in a context in which it's pretty clear a regular person with a, with a regular conscience would have guilt and they don't and now what they can recognize they feel guilty for not feeling guilty appropriately. And that means they're not a psychopath. They're just a psychopath-like because of how well defended they are against guilt. An example, the complexity of second-order emotioning or, or emotional programs about our action, action programs for our action programs having an emotional basis. So that's an example using guilt. But all the emotions uh, present opportunities or possibilities for humans to get tied in second-order emotioning knots, to get tied in a knot. Imagine having some interest in not having interest, or I wish I didn't have these wishes, or I'm pissed that you got me angry, (laughs) 
or I'm afraid that I'm afraid. That paradox shows up in panic uh, attacks. I'm afraid to be afraid. I'm saddened about being sad. Uh, you know, this is, we can <laughs> we can pile on and trap ourselves, pile pile things on top of one another and trap ourselves. And uh, we can do this because, as I said, we live in the abstract realm. We live in the realm of our story and our abstract and, and organized abstract per perception. Um, you know, the dog sort of blithely um, marches along feeling fear when he's afraid, feeling sadness when he's sad. There isn't the self-reflective additional response that we can observe ourselves makes this possible, that we live in abstraction makes it possible for us to observe ourselves and to create ourselves as a self. So this abstracting ability is a two-edged sword, particularly when it comes to our unenlightened perspective on feeling states and emotions. If we were enlightened about them, we wouldn't mess with them the same way. We wouldn't, we wouldn't so naturally be inclined to control them at every turn and to do so, end up doing so impulsively uh, and falling into these paradoxical traps as we, as we go, as we do this impulsively. So, I, so I'm up for examining the fact that we do this and if mindfulness is going to help us with anything, it's going to help us with this um, uniquely human uh, form of self-generated um, entrapment caused by our abstract relationship with reality, the abstract basis, the self-reflective part of the abstract basis of our reality. So here we are doing mindfulness, we're getting self-reflective to recognize that in our unconscious self-reflections before, we have created feelings as the enemy. I mean, that's kind of the bottom line. Feelings states as the problem to be solved. You know, I could still run away from the hand grenade. I don't have to feel all panicked and afraid. What I don't recognize is the panic that I feel is making it clear to me via the signal from inside my body that my mind has said, get the hell out of there. So why do I stop and question it? Why do I add things to that, sim that simple working formula? Because I don't like the feeling of fear, because it's then connected to shame, because I can self-observe and say, this reminds me of feeling like my dad doesn't like me because I'm a coward and he thinks I'm a coward and so on and so forth. So that's where the story part, based upon, you know, the story is the fruits of our self-observation organized. That's what the story is. <laughs> and uh, the story gets us in trouble. And we, we, can, we confuse it with something that's kind of um, immutable. Well, like it's a given from the outside rather than a set of assumptions from the inside. If you want to be somebody who stops being self-defeating, like if that's, if that's all you did to improve your lot in life, you would improve it a lot. You would improve your lot a whole lot. Stop being self-defeating. And if you want to be somebody who's no longer self-defeating, you have to recognize this uh, this largely unseen but predictable trap of second order uh, motioning uh, a program for action to control, erase, dominate, uh, manage, minimize uh, some other ongoing program for action and the feeling states connected with it especially. 
So I, I do have fear of guilt. I do have anger about some guilt. And I wish to squash the information coming from the guilt feelings, which are the signals that there is guilt. And if I get rid of the signals, I can pretend that the alarm clock doesn't exist and that the meaning of the alarm clock doesn't exist or isn't relevant. And this is my way of controlling my experience. And we begin to do this when we're quite young and we're encouraged by everybody else because they're all doing it too. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Truth Map Podcast. If you're interested in learning more about the concepts discussed today, you can find a link to more content on this topic in the details. For more content to help you with your journey, or if you want to develop tools to make the most of your life, visit our website at www.truthmap.co. There you'll find in-depth articles, self-improvement worksheets, videos, and can inquire about our life coaching services. You can also join our community on social media. We are at TruthMap on all platforms except for Instagram, where you can find us at at the truth map. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to get new episodes every week.